You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 22 years and has taught worldwide in over 32 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the third season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Today, we're going to talk about building a team. Well, so many times people come to me and ask, how do I do the things that I do? How do I get everything done? Do I do everything myself? The number one question I get is, do I do all my own editing? You know, people always want to know, what do I do and how do I get it all done? And whenever I let people know that they should have an assistant in their sessions or they should outsource or build a team, they always say they can't afford it. And I always say you can't not afford it. I remember my first assistant. I remember because it was 19 years ago and I was pregnant with my second child. And I was shooting film at the time. And I remember that my lab manager asked if I was hiring or if I would hire his daughter because she needed a particular number of credits to graduate from college. And so she needed an internship. Prior to this, I didn't have any real help and I did not even really know how internships worked. I did kind of have a very, very part-time babysitter for my son, and she actually lived just a couple of doors down from me, and I would just have her come and help from time to time when I needed to run some errands without my son. My kids are all two years apart. So when I was pregnant with Olivia, Evan was two and just getting ready to go to preschool. So I was wondering when he said that his daughter needed an internship, I thought, well, sure. I mean, why not? I I could use some help. I'm going to have another baby. And I had just uh, moved into my studio and the studio hours were by appointment only. And they were by appointment only because I wasn't really in the studio full time. Basically, Evan was going to preschool only in the morning. And so by 12, 1230, I had to pick him up. And then it just made more sense to be home with him for the afternoon because I didn't really have any childcare. And at the time, his uh, dad traveled all the time. So I thought, okay, well, when I go to the studio, maybe I could use some help at the studio. And when she first came on, I realized pretty quickly that she could run a few errands that I didn't need to do. She could go to the lab and pick up the prints from the lab and she could organize and file and handle my customer files because I quickly realized there were things that I just couldn't do with a toddler and pregnant. I also learned that there were things that only I could do. For example, when it came time to the shooting, only I'm doing that. When it came time to the selling of the pictures, at the time, I felt that only I could do it because I was still learning that process. I started selling prints and canvases and frames when I moved into my studio, and I had done a little bit of that in my home, but not a whole lot. I was building baby plans and different pricing and packages, and I was really in just kind of a business growth mode. And little did I realize that's the perfect time for an assistant. 
And so when I talk to photographers now and I'm mentoring and helping them, you know, many of them are exactly where I was at that point. They're starting their business and they're pregnant or they have little children and they think, well, I'm only part-time, I'm only by appointment, so I don't need an assistant. And I'm here to tell you that at that time in my life, I would have said the same thing. I definitely would have. And had I not brought on that intern, I would have no idea how valuable it is to have someone that can help you do the things that you don't have to do. There are things that you need to do. If you're raising a child, you need to raise that child. If you're pregnant, you need to be the one pregnant. If you're the main shooter, you need to do that. And many times you can outsource or offload the selling, but sometimes when you're building a business and you're kind of learning the art and the process of that, it's best if you do that yourself. Well, so then what's left? Well, now it's digital. So now there's editing, there's still, you know, client filing and there's still updating the, the client management program and there's social media and there's marketing and there's updating websites. And there's so many other things that you don't need to be doing. You know, at that time, I needed to be the one to pick up for my son from preschool. I needed to be there for his nap times. I needed to be the one when my daughter was born to nurse her and feed her and take care of her. So I learned what were the things that only I could do and then what were the things that I didn't need to do. And I learned it very, very quickly. And before you know it, I realized one major thing is how did I even think I was going to do all of this without an assistant? Now, in the beginning, she wasn't paid because she was an intern and interns usually are not paid. Sometimes they are, but most of the time they're not, but it's, it's not forever. They need a certain number of hours to graduate and then they're done with their internship program. So no one should be an intern forever. You know, it could be 10 hours, 20 hours. I think at the time it was 80 something hours. And that's a good amount of hours to really understand the roles and responsibilities and how that person's helping you. She was only doing about 10 hours a week. It's not like she was doing 40 hours and she was done in two weeks. You know, she was only doing, I'd say eight to 10 hours a week. And let me tell you, those eight to 10 hours a week saved me so much time. Well, a year later, I ended up moving from 500 square foot studio to a 2,500 square foot studio. I ended up shortly thereafter getting pregnant with my third. I ended up building a staff. And I remember at the time, Tiffany, who became my main assistant for 10 years, walked in off the street looking for a job. She had mentioned that there was an article in the paper of me years before that, that her father had saved. She was going to Japan to teach English and her father had saved the article for her and told her when she came back from Japan, she should come and work for me. And she just walked into my studio off the street and asked if I was hiring. And I remember looking at her thinking, well, I'm not really hiring, but I think I do need to hire. I was, you know, giving birth to my third child and I'm pretty sure I needed an assistant. I did hire her and it was one of the best decisions I ever made because she ended up working with me for 10 years. I didn't even know that I needed to hire her. Had she not walked in off the street, would I have hired her? 
Probably not. She didn't have a whole lot of experience, but neither did I. From there, I ended up hiring a framer as I used to do all of my own framing. I ended up hiring somebody to help me in photo shoots as a baby wrangler. And I ended up building my staff one by one. And I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt that there is no way that I would have been able to grow to the level that I've grown today without the support of my staff. I've had many staff over the years and things have changed and people have come and gone. But one thing has stayed the same is that I've learned that you can't grow alone, that you're not meant to do everything, every single aspect of your business. You're not meant to edit till three o'clock in the morning and feel like you're overwhelmed and drowning. I mean, think of any successful business out there. Is it just one person doing it? No. Now, I don't think you need a team of 20. Sometimes you only need, you know, one or two other people. But I'm telling you, the minute you outsource something, anything, and relieve something off of your plate, you'll wonder how you ever got along without it. It could be silly little things like laundry. For years, I would, you know, slave in the laundry. When the kids were little, I think I spent half my life in the laundry room. And when you're not doing laundry, you're trying to plan meals. And when you're not planning meals, you're trying to buy the food for the meals. And when you're not doing that, you're trying to clean the house. And when you're not doing that, you're taking care of a child. How on earth are you supposed to run a business and raise children at the same time? It's literally almost impossible. And if this is your life right now, something's got to go. And since it's not your children, it's got to be something else. So what does that mean? That means you need to get help because if you're going to raise children and decide to run a business, something has to go. It just, it's just, it just has to. So you have to sit and look at your life and think, what are some of the things you can have someone else do that you don't need to do? And to make it easier on yourself, think about what do you need to do? Well, you need to be a mother or father to your children. They need you. Kids will always need you regardless of what age they're at, but they'll need you at different levels. You know, when they're little, they want you to take them to school and they want you to pick them up. And if they take a nap, they want you to be there when they wake up. You know, as they get older... You can usually, you know, get away with an evening photo shoot or two because they're usually doing their homework and they're they're self-sufficient. They don't need to be babysat every time, but they generally like when you're around after school. And there are different times of the day, I think, that really matter with my kids. And it changes as they grow. And you'll know, you'll know when it's important to be around them. You know, I remember when the kids were littler and that after school time was so important. They could brain dump, they could, you know, let out all of the emotions of the day and, you know, tell you how their day was. And that was an important time. Once they did that and they had their snack and they got settled, that's a good time time for me to go and then get my work done. So when it comes to scheduling and planning and rearranging, it definitely has to change and grow according to how your children change and grow. But going back to building a team, think about the things that are frustrating you right now. 
what are you having a really hard time getting done? Is it editing? Is it laundry? Is it organizing your studio? Is it your marketing, your website? Think about, you know, sit down with a piece of paper and write down the things that only you can do, that nobody else can do, personal and professionally. Then make a list of all of the things that you feel are taking up a lot of your time that perhaps you don't need to do. And then you need to think about, can you outsource those things? And you may say, well, Anna, I can afford it. And it's not that you can't afford it. It's that you just need to come up with some creative ways to offload your work. Even if you don't have children, you may find that you're still wearing just a few too many hats and you may be struggling with time. Now, I've talked about time blocking before and segmenting your day, but all all the time blocking and scheduling in the world isn't going to help you if you don't have any help to run your business. And what is the point? Is it the point is to grow or do you just want to keep, you know, the same in your career because, you know, Whenever I'm talking to photographers, they'll say, well, I'm, I'm only taking a few sessions, you know, a month. I only do one a week. So I don't need an assistant. I don't need any help. Or, you know, they'll, they'll give me a thousand reasons why they don't need help in one sentence. And then in the next sentence, they'll tell me they're drowning, they're editing all night, they're arguing with their partner, and they're not seeing their kids, and they're feeling like they're failing everywhere. Sound familiar? You can't be all things to everybody all the time. So there's going to be some days where you're a good parent and a lousy photographer. There's going to be some days where you're a great photographer and probably a lousy parent. There's going to be some days you're rocking this owning a business and then other days you may feel like you're utterly failing. I have all those emotions many different times, almost every single week. And, you know, my kids are now 17, 19, and 21. And some days I think parenting is so easy. I've got it down to a science. And then there are other days I just look at them and I think it doesn't matter what I say or what I'm going to do. I'm not going to win this parenting thing at all. And that's just kind of life. It's the same with relationships and friendships and time management and everything. So number one, give yourself a break. We're not perfect human beings and we're not going to be perfect in all things all the time. Number one. Number two, I always say prepare yourself for growth. While this may be your business now, it's not going to be that way forever. It may be this way for the next six months or the next year, but what is it that you want to do? Where do you want to be in a year or two or three? Are there other businesses that you want to do? Do you want to have different streams of income? Do you want to travel? Do you want to teach? Do you want to make dresses, you know, or do you only just want to do photography? And if you're not a photographer and you're running another business, think about what is your plan with your business? Is it to be financially independent? Is it to be successful? And, you know, the level of success and the definition of success varies for everybody. But I've learned over the years and being in business 22 years now and having some type of team, 19 19 of my 22 years, I know for a fact that I would not be where I am. I would not be who I am. I would not be doing the work that I'm doing without a team. I just wouldn't. 
you know, just even in sessions, I have Estella and, and when she's not around, I just lose my mind because Estella knows where everything is. She puts everything away. She keeps my studio perfectly clean. She keeps me sane and she allows me to do my job and do it well. Alex manages this podcast, records the podcast, records my videos, and does 5,000 other things that are not in his job description in our studio. And everybody that meets him immediately says, I need an Alex. And I say all the time, he, you do. You know, we joke that when people come in for my workshops or for mentoring, they'll, they'll come in for me and they'll leave saying, I need an Alex and Estella. And if you've been to my studio or been to a workshop or seen us work together, you're nodding your head saying yes. Alex is great because he has the technical side and he's learned a lot over the years and he knows, you know, I can just say, Alex, I don't like my light. And he'll look at me and try to figure out what it is I'm saying. And he can usually help me fix it. If he's not around, can I fix it myself? Yes. But do I love it when he's around? Because he can just fix it for me. Of course. Now he's not with me every single session, every single day, all the time. I wish he was, but when he is around, he's invaluable in helping run our studio. He helps manage the students. He helps with our events. He helps the students that I teach with their cameras. I mean, there's so many things that he does and he does it with kindness and grace. And you know, that's another thing while you're building your team, you need to make sure that you're picking people that want you to succeed, that you're picking people that want to help you grow and be the best version of yourself. And I'm here to tell you that not everybody's like that. There are a lot of people that I've met along the way and along the years that did not have my best interest in mind, that didn't make me feel that they were supporting me and they're no longer with me. And don't be afraid to let people go or to, you know, readjust your staff so that the right people are around you. Not every single person is meant to work with you and that's okay. And that's, you know, it, it may seem at the time, you know, when things aren't working out or if an assistant is really stressing you out, it may seem, oh, well, I, I can't let them go because they need me or I need them. And look, I've been there. I've been in situations where I haven't let the assistant go because I felt that maybe I need them or or whatever. And then you know what ends up happening? They end up going on their own for whatever reason. Every time I think that the relationship is not amazing, but I don't want to do anything about it, it works itself out. They either they either end up leaving or, or something happens. You know, my kids joke that I don't really fire anyone, that somehow the staff just changes. And it's true. And and I I think that having the right people around you that are going to support you every day, that are going to be there for you through the good days and bad days, that are going to understand when you're struggling or need a listening ear or just need support. You need people around you that are going to make you be the best version of yourself and want you to be successful. And not everybody wants you to be successful. And not everybody cares about your well-being. And that's a hard thing to swallow. If you have people in your life that are like that, or bringing you down, or that are too negative for you, it's a hard pill to swallow. It's hard to let people go. It's hard to, to tell people, I don't think this is working out. There's nothing easy about managing a team or a staff. 
But when you do and you do it with dignity and respect and with your business and long-term goals in mind, it always just works itself out. And if you stay true to your vision and your growth and your mission of your business, the right people will be around you. And it it takes time and growth and maturity and a whole lot of things in between. I got to tell you, I've been... I've been around the block a few times with with different types of staff. So much so where I've had clients tell me, mm, no, this one isn't going to work out because my clients know me so well and know the type of people that need to be around me to make my job better. I can't do everything myself. I can't come in and clean my studio and spot a baby and photograph a baby and answer the phone and do my filing and manage a dress line and travel all around the world and do it all by myself. I just can't. And nor do I want to. And so you've got to sit down and say, okay, this is what I need. These are the type of people that I need around me. And then sit down and start building your dream team. Because I promise you, you're going to look back and wonder how you ever did it without them. Hopefully this podcast gives you a moment to reflect about your current business, to reflect about what's working, what's not working, and maybe where you need some help, whether it's outsourcing editing to somebody, getting somebody to help do your marketing and your website, or just having a second hand in the studio to help clean your studio and spot. Think of what is the most important area in your business or your day-to-day where you need help. Maybe it's with your kids. Maybe it's with your home. Maybe it's bringing in a housekeeper that helps you with your kids and managing your house so that when you do go to work, you can focus on work and not worry so much about the house. I'm sure if you think about this, there's some area in your life that needs help. Sit down, figure it out, talk to your partner, whoever is involved in making these decisions, and be clear about what it is you need so that you can be the best version of yourself. If you do that and stay true to your vision and your long-term goals, I think that the right people will come in your life and allow you to be better, do better, and most importantly, create a level of success that you wish to achieve. I'm Anna Brandt. Thanks for listening. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrant.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at AnnaBrantEducation.com.